0: Hello and Happy New Year from Hampshire Countryside Service. We hope you all enjoyed some lovely countryside walks over the holidays. I'm Gemma, I'm the Community Engagement Ranger for the Access Teams within Hampshire Countryside Service and I'm here today with Jessica and Hope from the Waste Prevention Team to give you some handy tips on keeping costs down sustainable living. So Jessica, Hope, thank you very much for joining us today. Hello, thank you for having us. Um, Can we start with maybe covering what sustainable living is, please?
1: So sustainable living, it does kind of depend on what each person thinks. We kind of say sustainable living means understanding how our lifestyle choices impact the world around us and finding ways for everyone to live better and reduce their impact and the strain they put on the earth and its resources. So our team is focused around doing this by preventing and reducing waste Um, obviously we live in quite a consumer focused world and the earth resources are used to make these items that can then be thrown away quite soon after so disposal of these items also has an impact on the environment as well as wasting any energy that's gone into making these items so essentially we just try and encourage people to understand how to manage their waste how to reduce it and we just basically trying to stop as much waste as we can. Well, wow, that sounds wise and definitely needed. <laughs> um, you touched on the
0: cost of it all. Um, how can sustainable living be cheaper for people?
2: I think it's really important to realise that sustainability can be really, really simple and cheap or even free. So there's a bit of a con- misconception that sustainable lifestyles are always more expensive in some cases you might have an upfront cost when you purchase a reusable item it might be more expensive than a single use item but then you only have to make that one purchase so actually when you compare that over time you are then saving money and it's things like if you're interested in reducing your packaging and you want to go to a refill store yes we would love to have that Instagram perfect matching containers everything beautifully labeled Actually, you can just reuse a jam jar or an old ice cream tub or some sort of container that you already have in the house as your container for your refill experience. So you can really make the most of what you already have to save those costs. You've
0: just got to think outside the box, really. Have you in regards to those containers? As you say, they don't have to be all matching. They don't have to have pasta and rice written on them. They can be literally anything.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And even better if it's something that you've already already purchased and used rather than that that jar for example going into your into your recycling or into your glass bin depending on where you live you keep hold of that item and as hope was saying you then maximize that resource is a really sustainable way of, of, of living and a really simple switch
0: so why is sustainable living important? Why do we need to promote this to, to the wider audience?
2: I think, as, as Hope said, really, it's, 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 about the, it's about the whole life cycle of an item. So you might think that, you know, that one thing that you're checking in the bin, it's small, that's inconsequential. But actually, it's, it's, it's the larger contribution to climate change is a really important factor. If you're looking at the production of these items, how much water use, how much energy use. Um, how much labour has gone into creating that item and I think it's that bigger picture that is super important as a consumer, as as a household, just as an individual having that personal responsibility for how much you're consuming and understanding that bigger picture is what I would say the most important I don't know if you think differently Hope
1: no I think you've summed it up really well and like you said the life cycle of an item we're trying to encourage people to understand that these items don't just have one life cycle they can have numerous life cycles and we need to think all the way from the design of these items to us as consumers and like Jess had just said having that responsibility to understand that these items aren't just buying once throw it away we've got to try and encourage reusing all of these materials so we're not having to take all of the this small material from the from the earth basically if it's already there why don't we reuse it rather than just chucking it in chucking it in the bin
0: yeah absolutely i mean thinking actually of, of recently i um I was getting rid of some swimwear and I didn't want, obviously charity shops won't take it and I didn't know what to do with it. So I literally simply Googled how to recycle swimwear and there was a company in London who if you removed all of the tags and the, the connections to things and the, the wire from the underwire, if you removed all of that and sent it to them, they'd recycle it. So all I had to do was pay postage and packaging. So it was either that or put it in the bin and for literally it was a couple of quid i now know my my old swimmer has gone gone to be recycled so it's just trying to make personally like small changes isn't it and it, it that didn't take me hardly any time to do that and it made me feel better as well.
2: Yeah, and donating to charity shops is is a great thing to do and as you say there are some items that won't be accepted. So whether it's mm-hmm. private companies like like that that can recycle these very specific items or whether it's finding um a textiles recycling bin that the sort of thing that's often yeah. in a supermarket car park that is so much more efficient than put, putting that into your household waste. So those really simple actions can make a big Absolutely. difference. And it's
0: a simple it's a simple google, isn't it? What can I do mm-hmm. with this? And simply that's why we've got google on our phones. I firmly yeah. believe is it's to open your eyes to what you could be doing with your with your waste. I mean that kind of leads us quite nicely to the key messages, isn't it? So it is implementing small easy changes in your home life can make quite a big impact. And I would say also it is cost effective. As you say, you know, buying something first off might prove more expensive, but in the long run you will save money through it.
2: Definitely. And I think of course, the cost is higher because this is designed to last you longer. So therefore, the materials that have gone into it may be higher quality or just simply more expensive materials. Yeah. But when you calculate that, and it's usually very simple to work out when you calculate how many times you would have been replacing that. It's, it's sort of a no brainer.
0: Absolutely. Excellent. Well, this does lead us on to really our our first topic, which is the Hampshire Kitchen Heroes, which is an online waste prevention tool. So, Jessica Hope, can you explain a little bit more about it, please?
2: So it's a website that's specifically designed for Hampshire residents. um, And the idea is to gamify preventing your food waste. So it's something that we began by targeting to families with children. But actually, we've we found that we can expand this and there's a lot of interest um, from adults or single adult households as well. It's free to use. Anyone in Hampshire, excluding Southampton and Portsmouth, can sign up. And you have to record your actions to earn green points. Um, And then the user with the highest number of green points at the end of every month can claim a prize. It's the the sort of actions that you can record um, are really simple. And they're designed to really show how easy it can be to make those changes, to live more sustainably um, by preventing food waste in your home. So they range from checking your fridge before doing a food shop, doing batch cooking and making use of your freezer or simply meal planning for the week so that you know exactly what you need to purchase. And then there are slightly bigger, slightly more time intensive actions like keeping a food waste diary for a week or sharing inventive recipes that you've created to use up your leftovers. And then you log those on the website onto your account and it will show you how many green points you've earned overall, how much money you've saved overall, the equivalent CO2 emissions that you've saved. And you can look at that for your own points that you've earned you can look at it for your whole district or you can see that for the whole county so it's really really interesting to see those different factors as you log your actions.
0: Yeah that's really interesting so people can find it on a website and there's an app as well is there?
2: So it's not an app it is just a website but that is compatible with mobile devices so you can access it on your phone it's just www.hampshirekitchenheroes.co.uk so nice and easy to remember but also you can google Hampshire Smart Living Which is our waste prevention campaign? So that will bring up our website with all of our tips and guidance on waste prevention, and from there you'll have a link to Hampshire Kitchen Heroes. And as I say, it's free to sign up and free to use.
0: Can I ask what the prizes are? Because I know everyone's going to be wondering what that is.
2: (laughs) Yeah, of course. So you'll have a selection to choose from. Um, So you'll have twenty pound Love to Shop voucher or a £20 s voucher, but we also have Hampshire-based um, prizes. So, they change throughout the year. So, so far, we've had admissions to Hilliers, um, to Hampshire Outdoor Activity Centres, or to Hampshire Farms. As I say, the highest number of points each month you can select from those prizes, which one you'd like to claim.
0: That's pretty decent. I'm quite impressed with those prizes. And and that was good, something that everyone <laughs> They're really good. And that's something that everybody will will part of, won't it? It covers a very wide audience of people.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, what is lovely about this as well is how it really gets the local community involved as a, as a bit of a joint thing. I think it's it's a really, really good idea. And I, I really hope we can get this uh, going for you because it sounds really, really interesting and a really interactive way of of getting the community involved.
2: Yeah, and as I say, when you can look at those green points and money saved and carbon emissions saved, you can look at that at your, I think it's referred to as team level, and your team is your district. So as you say, when you mention the local community, you can see how many people in your area are contributing to that. And it helps you see the bigger picture beyond your own household, because I think waste prevention and sustainable living can be quite overwhelming if you try and look at everything at once. But actually, yes. this is really nice to be able to see, well, I'm making these tiny changes, but so are X number of households in my area and look how much we've saved together, which I think is the really nice community element of it.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'd like to pick your brains about compost bins. I mean, I actually have my own compost bin in the garden and I think it's absolutely incredible what we can um, get rid of in the compost bin, to be quite frank. And every time I open the top the worms, the life in there. It's just incredible. Um, And I'm a real advocate for compost bins, actually. I can't understand why not everyone has one, because it's the easiest way of getting rid of so much food waste, definitely. So yeah, I'd love to pick your brains about uh, compost bins. And I I hear you've got a a compost bin offer that you'd like to talk to us about as well.
1: Yes, we do. So um, we are in a partnership with Get Composting, And through them we offer Hampshire residents a subsidized compost bin so everybody can get it at a nice reasonable price. So we have standard 200 litre bins for £25 and 330 litre bins for £28.50. Um, whereas these bins on the market can range anywhere from around 30 to 55 pounds, so it's a decent price to get people started on their composting journey. And we hope through offering the subsidized bins that more Hampshire residents will take up home composting. Because, like you were saying, Gemma, it has loads of benefit, not only cost saving but environmental as well. So obviously, composting for one, like you were saying, it's such a good way to get rid of food waste. But it also rem- makes you more aware of your food waste. That we were mentioning earlier saving money on your food waste, as in if you do some of the actions on Hampshire Kitchen Heroes and check what you've got in your fridge and make your shopping list, you're going to reduce your food waste and that's going to be where some of the biggest cost savings can come, Um, but also loads of environmental benefits as well. But like we say, we do have inedible foods that we can't eat, maybe an orange peel, you know, peppercore, and what can we do with these in to make the best possible, you know, impact on the environment. So Home composting is the best environmentally friendly way to manage our food and our garden waste. And obviously, yep. it turns it, like you say, into a nutrient rich compost full of mini, be- mini beasts and wildlife. Um, and that's great to use on all types of plants and herbs, indoors or outdoors. And it saves you, again, money because you don't have to buy your own compost to use in the garden. You've got this natural compost which is full of all these nutrients. So, home composting also diverts carbon emissions which would have been produced from transporting this waste if it was in your normal curbside collection and then the the disposal of the waste as well. And also it reduces less methane into the atmosphere than if you were sending it in your, if you had a garden waste collection or um, to our industrial composters, that produces more methane. So doing it at home is saving these greenhouse gases in a range of ways, as well as providing you a lovely... Um, compost to use and yeah making you think a little bit more I think that's one of the best things about compost and like you say there's loads of different ways to compost whether you have a garden or not you can use different types of compost bins you can use wormeries if you're worried about pests you can get tumbler bins which are off of the ground you can get hot bins so you can chuck all of your food waste including bones and everything in there as well so composting really is so easy and it's for everyone
0: yes it's it's an absolute no-brainer I think personally because also as you've said they come in different sizes so you don't need a huge garden and and they are they're neat looking they're tidy they're not Mm -hmm. you know they don't get in the way yeah I mean we 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 make so much decent compost we actually give it away to our neighbors because we've (laughs) well you've got to share the love haven't you really but yeah (laughs) um, I think I think it's a no-brainer a compost bin I'm very much for them um Obviously, as you said, it it can save a heck of a lot of money, if you've, especially if you've got quite a bit of garden. It can save you a lot mm-hmm. on buying compost at your local garden centre. Um, and as you've already touched on as well, there are certain bins aren't there for certain waste. So, for instance, yeah. my bin, I know I can't put any dairy or any meat um, leftovers in the bin, but there are certain bins which do allow for that as well.
1: There are indeed yes yeah. so you can there's a whole range of compost bins you can get the cashew bins which if you don't have a garden at all just go in your kitchen and you put a bit of the bran on top and it keeps the smell in and it does the compost inside for you and um, I know a lot of our volunteer champions love their wormeries um, and especially children as well you can see the worms making it into the lovely compost and then like you're saying you can get hot joanna bins and all of those type of different bins if you want to put everything in and they reach a higher temperature inside which means you can put more food waste in but generally the standard ones are super easy you just put your your mix of your greens and brown so your vegetable peelings your um, grass cuttings mix it in with some of the browns some wood chips or some cardboard ripped up and then that over over about six nine months will leave you with some lovely compost
0: Yeah it's a bit like a recipe isn't it you've got to get the right amounts of ingredients and then you've got then you've got it made for you. Um, Exactly. Thank you so much yeah I mean I really hope people take you up on that because yeah I can't can't stress enough to everybody who's listening having a compost bin it's just so useful in in so many ways.
2: We do also have a few community composts um, around Hampshire Um, and so these the They are in quite small communities because obviously they can't be inundated with waste, but it's worth a Google. As you said, we've all got access to that so easily. So you can find out if there's something in your local area, they're usually run by volunteers or small community groups who come to turn the compost um, but it's somewhere that you can take your food waste or garden waste if you can't facilitate that at home. That's another really good option especially if you're within walking distance because as Hope said that further reduces um, the emissions from transporting waste as well.
1: And we've got lots more tips on our Smart Living website. If anybody's not sure how to get started, we've got all the tips on the Smart Living website, videos and everything.
0: Brilliant. So yeah, again, it's all there for people. They just need to go to the website, get onto Google, go to the website, have a look. Small changes make big differences. Absolutely. Guys, I'd love to kind of round this chat up with five top tips for living sustainably. I mean, we've covered a lot here, but what could people take away, the five top tips from this conversation today?
1: Well obviously we've spoken about composting already so I'm not going to include that as a top tip but it is up there. Um, I'm going to take a couple of the top tips and then Jess is going to finish off for us. So kind of linking into what we've been talking about and our you know the actions you can do on Hampshire Kitchen Heroes. One of our major top tips would be to plan your meals and make a shopping list. It's so easy to do. Lots of people do it already but maybe Can you adapt it by checking what's in the fridge before or checking what's in the cupboard, thinking, what can I do with these foods? What can I make with them? So um, shopping lists and planning your meals will prevent you from overbuying. And that's going to really help with the cost savings and obviously on our um, carbon footprint and our emissions and things like that. Um, Our second top tip would be to understand date labels. I'm sure you'll be aware lots of news around date labels recently about and supermarkets taking it off um their best before on fruit and vegetables which is really good it is good um so just making sure you understand what the labels mean so use by that's for safety and if it's gone past that date you should not be eating it because it's the safety reason but you can freeze it up until that date and then best before is for your quality so that's and that like it's gone on fruit and veg now so you can use your own um opinion and think is that edible am I is it nice does it taste nice do the squeeze test do the sniff test all those things that you know how to do to see whether you can still utilize those foods and again you can earn points for doing that on Campshire Kitchen Heroes as well as earning points for your meal planning and chopping list my third top tip is going to be about where you store your fruit and vegetables so this is really important and recent research has actually shown that they can last up to a good few weeks longer if you store your fruit and vegetable in the fridge, rather than okay. in the fruit bowl, and this is for all fruit and vegetables except for whole pineapples and bananas. So if you're putting all your other, your oranges, your apples, all of that in the fridge, it's going to last for weeks longer than if it would be just on your counter countertop. And making sure that your fridge is set to five degrees or lower. And if you need to, not sure how to check your fridge temperature, there is on the wraps website they've got a check your fridge temperature tool. It's called Chill the Fridge Out. So you can go on there and it will tell you if your fridge says one to five, which settings it is. Cause sometimes it can be one is cold or one is hot. So that's really that's useful if you're really not sure. Yeah. really good point. We confused
0: about that all the time with our fridge and I'm forever Googling the fridge
1: manufacturer to find out. So that's a really exactly. good tip. <laughs> really useful tool on the Wraps website, yeah. My next top tip is about leftovers. So leftovers, can be a bit of a sticky point for some people but we wanna try and encourage people to reuse their leftovers and create new meals from them. You know, Sometimes we can just heat them up the next day for lunch and that's fine, but think think a little bit creatively and think how can we use our leftovers and create new meals so we're not getting bored of the same old thing, but that we are not just throwing these things in the bin. And on our Smart Living website, we have loads of recipes to help you with this, recipes for using up your leftovers and again, using your leftovers will earn you more green points on Hampshire Kitchen Heroes. So there's loads of different ways, really easy ways for you to make small changes, like we've been saying, but having a big impact and potentially winning the prizes on Hampshire Kitchen Heroes, which is very exciting. And now I'm going to hand over to Jess for our last one. Thank you. So as Hope said, we've talked a lot about composting. We've given our top tips
2: on food waste, but we thought for number five, we would mention something slightly different. But another really easy way to live more sustainably. So reusing your belongings. So whether that's furniture, clothing, or household appliances, one of the most sustainable things you can do is either to purchase secondhand or to give your items away to be used secondhand. There is multiple life, <laughs> multiple lives in these, in these items, as Hope said earlier, that it is not a single use. It's not, I'm done with this table and chairs off to the tip it goes what else can you do with that so now there's access to so many different online platforms you've got ebay gumtree facebook marketplace you can offer these things for free or you can see if you can sell them on but by giving your items away you are keeping that circular life cycle moving rather than as we spoke about earlier being so consumer focused where we buy things and we throw them away so whether you want to purchase items secondhand or not, make sure that when you are giving your items away, they are going on to have another life cycle. I moved house about a year and a half ago and so much of my furniture, almost all of it actually is secondhand. It was a great project in, in various lockdowns. I upcycled a lot of my furniture, so I bought an old wooden table and chairs and I painted them and I made my seat cushions. And now nobody else anywhere has the same table and chairs They're unique. exactly exactly so eckling is your thing or you just want to purchase them as is secondhand it can save you so much money and it's so sustainable so number five is really making the most of reusing things by buying secondhand and by giving your items away for reuse
0: I love that tip. I think that's really important. I'm I'm like you, I'm I'm a big advocate for going to the charity shops, British Heart yep. Foundation, obviously have a furniture store and you can get some right bargain. So I, I think that's a really, really good final top tip, actually, because I think we do forget furniture in this conversation sometimes, don't we? We oh, always maybe. go to the fruit and veg.
2: People think a lot about, as you say, fruit and veg, but also small items, plastics, your wrappers, how can you go sustainable with those small things? but it's it's really important to remember that these larger household items are still part of this conversation and it's such an easy thing to do as we've said multiple times we've got our phones in our pockets you can you can find that furniture yeah within a few minutes
0: the information is literally a click away
2: yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
0: There's kind of no excuse, really, is that we've all got the technology now um, to to find out more about these things. So get on your phones and and start looking at how to use secondhand items. I think it's brilliant.
1: Absolutely. I was just going to say on our Smart Living website, we've got a big reuse hub um, with loads of places you can take items to if you're not sure about where to begin. Obviously, Google's super easy as well. But if you're looking for certain materials or electricals, we've got areas all over Hampshire where you can Take those items for reuse.
0: Ideal. That sounds ideal. Thank you so much. All the information is literally in one place, and that makes it so much easier for people to find. So just just some key messages really from that, and I think it's it's quite obvious to people. Small changes can make a massive impact to your bank balance, but also to to the wider environment. You know, it keeps the cost down, which I think is key, and that's a key message, especially at this uh, moment in time. Mm -hmm. So living sustainably really can help the environment and and help your bank balance. Thank you, Jessica and Hope. It's been really really interesting talking to you and as you say again those small changes can make such a large impact your handy tips are especially important <laughs> and I really hope that our listeners have taken some of those back so where they can find all this information if we just reiterate quickly your website just so everyone knows where all of this info can be found that'd be super
2: yeah of course if you google Hampshire smart living you'll find the smart living web pages and everything we've discussed composting food waste sustainable reuse it's all there across those pages and that's where you'll find the link to kitchen heroes as well
0: amazing thank you guys so much for your time today i hope our listeners feel like they've enjoyed that and i hope they uh, can take something away um, in regards to living sustainably we'd love to hear your comments and thoughts and if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode let us know by checking out our social media pages And we'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review our podcast. But for now, thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time.